Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Well, hello, moms, dads, parents, and guardians. Today I have as my special guest, Antoine Thompson, or as everyone calls him, Coach T. Coach T is coached to mentor young men and women, helping them to improve their athletic skills, confidence, resiliency, life skill experiences, and focus for over 30 years. Nothing brings Coach T more satisfaction than seeing the heart, determination, and commitment from young people. It's a great privilege to have him with us today. So without any further ado, here's Coach T. Coach T, welcome to my podcast, man. I really do appreciate you being on today. It's a good good day to you, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on and share my passion, my love, and my life's work. Well, it is that passion. It's that life's work. that That's the reason that I have you on today, because uh, to me, one of the most important things that we have in society, in our community, is this next generation, and, and that's your passion. But Coach T, start out by telling my audience just a little bit about you. A little about me. Well, I am a, a young man, or I should say not a young man. I feel young. Let's put it that way. Kids, kids keep me young. But I'm the son of a Marine, of course, and a man that um, really gave me the passion, love, and the morals and values that I share today. Uh, very upbeat, very outgoing personality. I was actually voted most outgoing in my senior class in high school. And that is something that I treasure. Most people want to be the star athlete, but that's something that will carry on for the rest of my life in every aspect uh, every aspect of my life. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I was um, cut from the basketball team every year in high school, but it never stopped my love for the game. And I found a way to uh, carry that over and share my passion with uh, young people. Well, Coach T, you know, I I know that uh, kids are a very, very big part of your life and everything. Uh, But I also like my audience to know what about that? really motivates you to get up each and every moment or each and every morning, I should say, with the desire and the passion that you have to mentor young people? Well, Stan, to be honest with you, I'd have to go all the way back and probably to your previous question, and that would be uh, my father. Um, my father was not my biological father, but he was the man that raised me. My biological father was not a very good husband, nor was he a good father to my older brother and I. And my mother, you know, being smart enough to know that she wanted better and my brother and I deserved better. 
I left that relationship, but it's the man she met after that, that changed my life. And everything that I do today is because of what he taught myself and my brothers. And that is about giving back and being the best person that you can be. And when I started my nonprofit, which I know we'll talk about, um, it was it's named in his honor. And that reminds me every day that I wake up, I'm honoring the man that gave me the life that I have today. Well, let's talk about the the value of teaching our kids as men, uh, you know, to be the best person that you can be and, and simply try to do your best every day. Uh, I'm sitting up here listening to your story and uh, I, I think we have some similarities. When I was born, uh, my biological father didn't want to have anything to do with me. Uh, matter of fact, from what I understand, never came to the hospital to see me. We we never met. I did speak to him one time by phone, you know, just to introduce who I am. But let me tell you, uh, my mom later on married uh, the Reverend Robert L. Hackney. Uh, Sergeant Hackney. He was an E7 in the Army, and uh, he taught me how to be a man. And, you know, I rebelled a little bit against him. Uh, Coach T, when he first married my mom, said, who is this man and everything? But one night, uh, I heard my parents bickering, and I only caught a little bit of the conversation. And I think God does things in a certain little way. He let me hear this little portion. And, and my dad said, well, it's a choice between my medication, and that boy getting his teeth straight. And let's get brace to get teeth straight because his self-esteem and how he sees himself and other people see him, that's more important to me. Now, when I heard that, changed my whole attitude about my dad. Because see, from that, from, at that point, he went from being stepfather to daddy. And he continued to pour into my life. And when I got into my early 20s, I look back on a lot of things that that man had said to me. It was like, he's a genius because he would tell me, <laughs> he would tell and speak wisdom into my life. And it wasn't anything super profound. It was just small little tidbits of wisdom. And it seemed that's what you got out of your dad. Uh, when you talk about him instilling values in you. So I was wondering, you know, I, I just told you my story where there are little tidbits that your dad poured into use, something that just really caused the light on to go off for you and go, wow, I, I need to listen to what this man says and, and not more, and not just listen, but apply what he's telling me. Well, Stan, listening to you tell that story about uh, your stepfather, ultimately your dad, made me think about the only recollection I have of my biological father. It was about a year after my mom and my dad started dating. And after my mom left my biological father, there was a family gathering. And for some reason he shows up, I'm sure he wasn't invited. And when he saw my brother and I, um, he, my older brother and I are a year and five days apart. So, we're, you know, we're really close. And he uh, reached out and acknowledged us to come to him. And my first thing I did was I ran behind my dad, grabbed his leg and looked around like, who is this man? I don't know this guy. And the reason I tell you that is that moment I realized that I had found my protector and my future father and the man that was going to protect me and make sure that any and everything I ever needed would be always right there. And then the other 
one story that stands out to me when you talk about your dad's dropping nuggets on you. I'm sitting here looking in front of me and I have one of my dad's uniforms framed in front of me. And on top of that frame are letters that he hand wrote to me when he was overseas um, several times. And one of the letters I was in, I was probably about 15, I was 16 or 17. And I was having girl problems. <laughs> so I thought I was having girl problems. <laughs> and I wrote him a letter and I was telling him I was kind of frustrated about the situation, this, that, and the other thing. But the response he sent me back in this letter was, it was just so him. And he, and he said, son, do you think just because you have a car and you have a job that, you know, everything else, the, the girls are just going to come and that's what's going to have to be. You have to earn a young lady's respect by how mm. you treat her and then how you be and to be yourself and never try to be something you're not. Um, that's and I, I, I've read that letter. I don't know how many times, but it's just one of those those couple stories or the two that stand out to me the most about my dad. Simple, pro profound. Right. You know, not complicated, but life changing advice. And, and that's why I think that, you know, men folk out there, you know, it, it's important for dads just simply to get up and just be their authentic selves and just try to be the best version of yourself every day. Because if you get up with that as your goal, as you're dealing with your, your whether it's your son or your daughter, your son's learning how to be a man and he needs to learn that from his father. And you mom, single moms out there, not disparaging you at all. If you get your son involved in an organization where there are men that can mentor him and that's going to help him out. Uh, but you also got to pour into your daughter's life. If you have a daughter, you're the example uh, that they're going to look for in, in a future husband. So it's very important the interactions that you have with your daughter. And hey, you, you, you single dads, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the same thing. You need to go find a good Christian lady that can pour into your daughter and help her become the best lady that she can be. And in that, uh, Antoine, I'm talking about role models. And I know your dad was one of the biggest supporters, but can, can you tell us of another uh, mentor role model uh, that has been important to you as coming up as a young man and, and going into adulthood or even as a young man moving forward in your life? There's only been two men in my life that have had a, a profound impact on me. And the one is the aforementioned, uh, my dad. And the second is my older brother. Um, you know, and the reason I say that, and, and I, I need to explain this so you can truly understand it. He has always been my protector. And we've had conversations uh, as we've grown older. And, you know, he shared things that I was not privy to when I was younger, but he remembered. And a lot of what he shared with me was I've had to be your protector. I had to make sure you were taken care of. And he passed up or sacrificed a lot of things for me to be there to make sure I was taken care of. And throughout my growing, my teenage years, my early 20s, 30s, he's always been a person I turned to when I need advice, any guidance or anything of that nature. And I also share that because he was a black sheep of the family. And, you know, he was the one that rebelled, kind of like you were talking about when you first your mom first started your uh, your dad. He was that black sheep, but he found himself and through the guidance of my dad, he is now he ended up getting his doctorate in education. So we both now 
after our past, we're both doing the same thing and all because of our father. So that's why he is the only other person in my life that's a male uh, influence that's impacted me the most. Well, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, I hope you hear Coach T and hear Coach T's heart. And for you men out there to know how important it is that you take an active role in your child's life. That dads, you are one of the chief role models for your children. Okay. It's very important, again, that you simply every day try to be the best person that you can be, to be the best version of yourself. And we're not talking about perfection. That's not what Coach T is talking about because he'll probably tell you that his dad wasn't perfect. I'm going to tell you, my dad surely wasn't perfect. He had his faults. But he simply tried to be the best version of himself day in, day out. If he made mistakes, he got up, brushed himself off, and went and tried to get. So I want to encourage you men out there. And Coach T, you probably join me in this too by telling them, dads, just go out there and, and be authentic, like Coach T said, be, be authentic, and simply try to be the best version of yourself. Isn't that right, Coach? Oh, absolutely. Being authentic is so important. And the second part I'll add to that, Stan, is for, for those dads to be vulnerable with their kids, mm-hmm. you know, letting them know, hey, you know, I've made mistakes because it's the fastest way to make that connection with your child when they say, hey, I'm no still way. making some mistakes. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but once they do that, you be they will be amazed at how quickly they can build that bond when their kids realize, hey, oh, you're not perfect. You make mistakes. So that means I can make mistakes and still be successful. Amen to that. Well, Antoine, do me a favor. Tell my uh, audience, my moms and dads, parents and guardians out there, where can they find you? They can find me, uh, first and foremost, my website, CoachTeesCorner.com. And I'm also on Instagram at CoachTees underscore corner. And also on Facebook, Coach T's Corner. And I also have a private Facebook group, which is Developing Tomorrow's Leaders. Well, mom and dads, I want you to check him out. I'm going to have those links that he just discussed there with you in the podcast description so that you can go right there, click and go so that Coach T can be in your quarter. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to us and my guest coach T here today. I'm going to have him back for another segment. So until next time we get together, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parody Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.